Today is Tuesday, June the 22nd, 2021, and you're listening to A Minute with Pastor Mark. We are in Romans chapter 6 today. Romans 6 has 23 verses in it. Probably the most famous passage in this particular chapter is the 23rd verse, which says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is where really the good news of the gospel begins to really shine through. Because if, you, if you've been kind of raised in an environment where you were taught to share the gospel with somebody, you know, one of the concepts to make it easy was a concept known as the Romans Road. So you just take somebody to Romans and you walk them through Romans 3.10, Romans 3.23, that really trying to show them that we're all sinners. Then you take them to Romans 5.12 and you talk about the consequences of sin, wherefore it's by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. So death is passed upon all men for that all have sinned. Because we're sinners, the consequences of that is, is death, not only physical death, but eternal death. And this is where it begins to shift when it says, for the wages of sin is death. Kind of Paul's reaffirming that in the 23rd verse. But the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. And then you take him to Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then Romans 10, 13, whoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you've ever used that plan before, you know this is a, a key part of sharing the gospel. And it is a powerful verse. It's great news that we deserve to die, but we have the gift of eternal life because of Jesus Christ, if we believe in him and put our faith and trust in him. This chapter, though, primarily concentrates on the concept of what happens after we are forgiven of our sins. And we see that in verses 1 when it says, what shall we say then? So he's asking a question. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? And then he answers the question in verse 2. Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Now, what's what's happening here? Well, what's happening is, is there is a concept, and it's even in our current age, which is that it's okay for me to really do what I want to do. I just need to ask forgiveness for it. And the, the forgiveness of God shows that God is gracious, and it just magnifies the grace of God. So it's okay for me to live however I want to live as long as I seek forgiveness and and accept the grace and the goodness of God. And this is a concept that's a little bit dangerous. It, and what he's saying is, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Do we want to magnify grace by sinning ourselves? Certainly not. This is not how we're supposed to live. He goes on to say in verse 4, therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So because we have been saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, we should live differently than we lived before we had Christ. Now that we're saved and we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, we should walk in newness of life. We should walk like Jesus walked. And it says in verse 12, Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust. 
There's an old Puritan named John Owens, and he was famous for a statement that he made when he said, be killing sin or it will be killing you. You want to constantly be at war against your old nature, against your sinful nature. You want to live under the submission to the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and not just be sinning and doing what you want to do. You want to be fighting sin. When Jesus saved us, he freed us from the penalty of sin. That's really what Romans 6.23 emphasizes. The wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. We, we are being freed from the power of sin. So we're in the process of being freed from the power of sin. It's still in us. It's, we're still warring against it. The spirit is warring against the flesh. And one of these days when we get to heaven, we'll be rid of our body that has the sin nature in it. And we will just be, we will be free from the presence of sin. It will no longer be a part of us in any way. But while we're here, we're still warring with it. Don't give in to it. Fight it. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Do what the Word of God says. And that's what he goes on to say in verse 15 when he reemphasizes what he says in 1, when he says, what then? Ask another question. Shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? Certainly not. And he goes on to make the point that whatever you do, whatever you give into, that's the dominating presence in your life. So don't give in to the flesh. It just shows that the flesh is the dominating power. Give in to the spirit, yield to the spirit, submit to the spirit, obey the spirit. And that shows that God is in control, that the spirit of God is in control. And and you're not going to let sin have dominion in your life. So Lord, would you help us as we live our lives day to day, help us to honor you with our lives by resisting temptation, resisting sin, doing what you want us to do. We are grateful that if we do sin, we have forgiveness through you. But Lord, help us to sin as, as minimally as possible. Help us, Lord, to keep our eyes on you and to walk in a way that you would want us to walk free of sin. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, you guys have a great Tuesday. I will talk to you tomorrow.